Hey friends, welcome to the Nerd of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Jess Carey. This show is devoted to busy people wanting to dig a bit deeper into the Word of God. In each episode, we will unpack a scripture's relevance, interesting facts, and modern application. My hope is that you will understand the Bible more clearly and how marvelous it is to live a life as a nerd of the Word. Hey there, Nerd of the Word listeners. Today we are tackling the challenging topic of courageous compassion. Now, when I think about compassion, I'm tempted to sort of think of being kind and friendly and generally nice to others, but it's so much deeper than that. I love how Greater Good Magazine defines it. Compassion literally means to suffer together. And among emotion researchers, you guys, I didn't even know that that was such a thing. But anyways, they say it is defined as the feeling that arises when you are confronted with another's suffering and feel motivated to relieve that suffering. So compassion motivates us to move on behalf of those who are suffering. It takes action. And this is why we are going to focus on a passage of scripture uh, about the story of the Good Samaritan. This illustration Jesus gives us compels us to consider how we are helping those, especially those who are not like us. All right, so our focus passage today comes from Luke chapter 10, verses 36 and 37. And here's what it says. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell in the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus told him, go and do likewise. All right, let's get into some of the history and the nerdy stuff. The Gospel of Luke is presumably written by Luke the physician, who was also a companion to the Apostle Paul. Now, Luke is the first in a two-part series. The second part of the series is the book of Acts. So if you want to be super nerd of the word nerdy and read the complete work, read Luke immediately followed by Acts. It's pretty cool, huh? All right, Luke claims at the beginning of his writing that his intention is to create an account of the events and teachings of Jesus. So he approaches his writing a bit like a historian. The story of the Good Samaritan is only found in Luke. So maybe he did do a really good job of noting history, or maybe he didn't. But for now, it's a really great illustration. So we'll we'll maintain that he did really good in his history. For those that aren't overly familiar with the story of the Good Samaritan, Jesus is speaking to this uh, expert in the Jewish law, probably in a synagogue. And this devout Jew opens up a debate with Jesus on how to inherit eternal life. And then he goes on to sum up all of the Mosaic laws with this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, which Jesus responds to this expert and says, yes, you have answered correctly. That is, uh, that's how you're going to gain eternal life. However, the debate doesn't end there because he asks this very interesting question. This This expert in Jewish law was trying to justify his own good behavior, and so he asks, who is my neighbor? This is where Jesus launches into a radical illustration of what courageous compassion looks like. And he explains this story. Uh, a Samaritan, Samaritans were a people group hated, loathed, 
outcasted by the Jews. And he was the only guy who stopped to help a Jew on the road where he was beaten, robbed, and left for dead. This road was between Jericho and Jerusalem. And at the time, everyone would have been familiar that that was a very dangerous stretch of highway. The other two guys in the story who passed by the Jew and didn't even bother to help were a priest and a Levite. Okay, so Levites were kind of like deacons. They worked in God's temple. They were very religious, but they didn't do the same duties as a priest. But a priest and a Levite, they both strolled past this Jew, beaten and left for dead, and were like, oh, sorry, too busy, gotta go. And then this Samaritan, this half-breed hated person, stopped to help a Jew. This is wild, you guys. It is a radical thing to think about. And not only did he stop, I mean, he didn't stop to kick the guy in the goats. He stopped, paid for his lodging, paid for his medical bills, and then told the innkeeper, said, if he, you know, runs up a bill that I haven't already covered, I'll come back and pay you later. I mean, it's wild. So Jesus answers this expert's question by illustrating that we don't fulfill God's law of loving God and loving others or loving our neighbors as ourselves by merely serving and helping those that look like us, talk like us, and believe like us. So how does this apply to our modern day? I love what the Africa Bible Commentary has to say. It says this, The hallmark of Christianity is to be open to ethnic diversity and promote a culture of human dignity and social justice. However, unfortunately, this precise hallmark poses a very real threat to the status quo and the tipping of certain power scales. Consider this idea. How quickly would we be able to heal addicts, drug addicts, and they would become clean and set free if they were embraced, cared for, and helped by the entire Christian church? Hmm. I think drug cartels would quickly see a drop in cash flow. Amen? Or how about this? The atrocities of human trafficking. What if every single person struggling with pornography addiction, they weren't shamed or condemned in their church, but they were set free. They were welcomed. They were equipped with tools and scriptures and resources to walk out of that prison prison of shame. I believe, you guys, the sex traffickers will cease to have a product to sell. That is some good news. We could do that, y'all. This is like big stuff. Courageous compassion. It looks, it looks wildly different. Okay. These are two areas that need really bold compassion. So how can we practically start to be more courageous in our compassion, in our motivations to relieve other people's suffering? Here's what I have to say about this. Number one, get involved in mentoring, especially if you are what I would call an experienced Christian. This is an incredibly powerful way to impact the future for someone. And I believe that we all can mentor someone. You know, there's people that are older than us and people more experienced than us and people who are not as experienced as us. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to someone who you can mentor and you can guide. All right, number two, fund local centers that help 
recovering addicts. There are really so many recovery programs and very successful, and they always can use donations and resources and volunteers. So find somewhere where you can get involved. All right, number three, this is a really, really tough one, guys. Buy less, give more. I know this seems a bit random given this episode is about compassion, but here in America, we overconsume almost everything. So the next time that you think you need something, consider thrifting it or buying it secondhand. Or better yet, research how the item is sourced and look for vendors that pay their workers a living wage. This is actually how you can show courageous compassion, especially to people who are, you know, working in the equivalent of sweatshops in the third world. I'm going to post in my show notes, there's this uh, article that Tier Fund wrote, and it has a link to several tools that can help you actually research that. So, hey, you guys are equipped to do this. All right, number four, seek to hear the stories of people who are not like you. Unfortunately, in this age of social media and the algorithm of death, yes, I did call it that, we live in many echo chambers. We hear what we want to hear. So it actually takes a whole lot of effort and intentionality to hear the opinions, the stories, and the thoughts from those who are different from us. Do your best to try to hear out the other side of the coin, if you will. No matter whether you try to do one or all of these steps, the point is to see all of humanity as God's kids. I'm going to repeat that. Let us see all of humanity as God's children. I consider this how our world might change if we saw every single person as our neighbor. Let's be like the Samaritan. Let's seek to serve and help and heal all those Jesus leads us to. All right, let's pray. Dear Jesus, help us to be motivated to show compassion to those around us who are suffering. Let us see them with the eyes of faith and be courageous enough to serve, heal, and resource people who don't always see eye to eye with us. May we be fearless in our compassion as you were fearless in placing value on the outcasts of your time. Help us to be more like you each and every day. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my friends, next week we are talking about praying with courage. Now, this is one of my favorite topics, and I've learned that prayer is way more than a simple wish. And in the words of Stephen Furtick, prayer is a nuclear weapon. Trust me, you don't want to miss this episode. Thanks for listening to the Nerd of the Word podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you love what you heard today, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with your friends and family or give it a positive review. For more great resources, please check out my website at www.jesscarry.com. Thanks again and catch you next time.